Hello everyone. Uh, this is uh, your host for today, uh, Casey, and uh, welcome to Shambles United podcast. I am joined today uh, by two people. Uh, one of them being Yash, the other is Shoto. Uh, both of them have been on the pod plenty of times. I don't think they need to be introduced anymore, but. I'll jump straight to the elephant in the room. I, I think uh, the elephant, the penguin, the dinosaur, whatever you want to call it, Cristiano Ronaldo is back at United. And this has happened literally within three hours of the narrative being that he is about to join City. I cannot hold my excitement. I am like, uh, you know, there is no regard for uh, any uh, format. There's no regard for any sort of, uh, you know, uh, Honestly, anything for that matter. Uh, I'm just too high on excitement uh, for the fact that, okay, we have a genuine goal scorer back in a team. And uh, to make matters better, it's someone that all our fans have cherished for a very, very long duration. How are the energy levels? And in, in pure Desi terms, how's the Josh? Oh, hi, sir. <laughs> Oli is at the wheel and he's getting the players. In fact, you know, uh, Ronaldo's announcement has got 1.1 million likes in one hour. <clears throat> so you can feel the josh everywhere. I can't believe we went from like most of the like uh, the FT accounts, they were burning their josies and calling out <laughs> Ronaldo to be a snake. And now he's the second coming of Jesus. The Messiah has returned. The prodigal son is back. And Jaden San- Sancho and Rashford are really stoked for it. Even uh, Yuan Mata, he does not tweet a lot. Today his phone has been ablaze. I mean, it's, it's been a crazy day of all sorts. Like, you know, the last 24 hours have been a proper emotional roller coaster for people who have cherish that Ronaldo 7 jersey. Uh, like you said, you know, there are a lot of people who are having or in the midst of burning their, you know, jerseys, calling him out to be a traitor. How can you do that? Joining your, you know, fiercest rivals given the current situation uh, and whatnot. From that to the narrative changing, out of nowhere, Ole, I think the biggest baller move by a manager in any press conference ever coming out and saying, you know, uh, if he's out there uh, willing to change his club, he knows that we're in for him. And that more or less just put it out there that, you know, okay, hey, Cristiano, you're moving? Okay, come back home. <laughs> and that, that, that pretty much set the tone for the rest of the day, right? Like what happened, uh, what transpired after that was just like everything on hyper speed. Yeah, speed dialed, uh, you know, uh, signing confirmation, everything. I think this is why you need teammates who are coaches now so that you can get into the team again. I don't get like, I mean, your reaction seems to be a little bit weird, but I'm fucking excited for this one. I mean, it's just something that, you know, all of us United fans have been asking, not asking for, like dreaming about just making his eventual homecoming. And now he's, I mean, it's literally happening. And again, like as Casey said that, you know, it just happened out of nowhere. Like, no one saw this coming. 12 hours ago, he was going to like Man City or uh, PSG, whose name was being floated around. And uh, like, I slept last night 
and I was, you know what, man, if he goes to City, it'll be like a really sucky move. But I wake up this morning and United are announcing his move. So I'm just, it was just so shocking. I'm so, so excited. And it's not like Ronaldo deserves that excitement on his own. But look at our squad now. Like look at the depth and look at the options we have up front. I mean, we have Rashford on the left. We have uh, to back him up. We uh, we have Martial. We unfortunately we have, <laughs> we have uh, Ronaldo Cavani up top. Sancho on the right. Oh, Ahmad is there. Um, yeah, Mason. Yeah, Mason. Uh, how did I forget him? We have Mason as well, and <laughs> to, in behind them we have like two world class players, and Bruno and Pogba. So I mean, Van der Beek also exists in the squad. Yes, I mean, yeah. we, it's kind of a thing with Van der Beek. It's a different topic in its own, but like yeah, seeing the today, today's all about Ronaldo. So. Yeah, but again, like uh, like same same reaction. I, I I was the same thing like forty eight hours ago, twenty four hours ago that you know when rumors were there that he might end up going to City. I I, I thought it was a really sucky move, and I was uh, of the same opinion as a lot of other United fans were. You know. This is like you know, a betrayal of sorts. But then now I'm just so fucking excited. Um, and I think it should be the, like all the formalities, hopefully, should be completed by the Newcastle game next weekend. Yeah, he's, so, he's joining the team. So, yeah. Uh, it's it, And uh, another thing that really surprises me about this move is the speed at what everything got oh, done. Oh, dude. <laughs> so uh, I was I was uh, actually watching uh, Rio's podcast. Uh, uh, he was live with Stephen Austin uh, a few hours earlier, and uh, I think he's already tweeted it out as well. Uh, so the point is, he has nonstop been talking to uh, Cristiano. Uh, there was Evra apparently, well. yeah, Evra for different reasons, and uh, apparently he was continuously in touch and he knew for a fact that yesterday when the entire city rumors started uh, popping up he knew that uh, those were all just bogus because uh, Cristiano was coming to United he knew it yesterday itself and uh, if you guys have uh, you know checked out the tweets or rather the uh, news that yeah. uh, was posted Bruno sent him around 30 voicemails yesterday night <laughs> yes. at midnight at mid fucking night Bruno Fernandes Sends 30 plus voicemails to Cristiano saying, come back. You're not going anywhere, you fucking... And like, that's that's just crazy. The amount of camaraderie that these players share after, you know, having retired or after leaving the club or still at the club for, what, less than two years now for Bruno? Uh, It's not even been like one and a half years now, right? Uh, So that's that's the level of, uh, you know, attachment, the level of desire that the players that have played for us and the players that keep playing for us have. And I think, let's not forget the most important pivotal point in this entire transfer was Sir Alex Ferguson. Uh, So this is one more point that Rio mentioned in his uh, podcast that Sir Alex is probably the person who made this entire thing happen because probably the Glazers were not in for him or whatever the reason was. Uh, Maybe Judge was not interested in the entire thing. Uh, but he was the one key person behind the entire transfer taking shape uh, in the point that, you know, okay, he is my prodigy. He is someone that I made him. He is my, uh, you know, like he, he belongs to this club and you cannot let our rivals have him. And 
like you know if if i could just take one minute to shed out uh, some light at the details of the transfer of what's been reported 12 million euros plus 8 million uh, 12 million uh, uh, pounds plus about uh, 6.8 or 7 million in uh, add-ons um, yep so that that is an insane deal and he has agreed to take a pay cut to join us uh, coming somewhere close to what we're paying uh, martial every week 270000 pounds that is an insane deal like you know you could only dream of uh, you know getting a player of ronaldo's caliber who's guaranteed to give you 30 goals every damn season even when he is 40 at the highest level he's going to give you you know 30 goals at least he is the player that you know uh, outscored lukaku who went for what 95 million pounds to chelsea <clears throat> at what 35 years of age 36 years of age so you know you're basically getting a world class player for peanuts uh, let me remind you we paid the same amount for daniel james yeah and the thing is that you know it's not just even if he doesn't contribute like 30 goals season we have ronaldo we have cavani we got bruno in behind them who's also been chiming in with the goals we have rashford who's a goal scorer we've got mason who's also a goal scorer so we've we don't we are not reliant on like one particular source for goals now and that makes i i think that makes ronaldo's i mean he's going to have an instant impact that's like a given right now but just look at the quality of players we have and the again like the price we are getting him for and if like if the, the the salary that you're reporting him is correct it's 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 like a bargain it's like the best transfer of the summer i'd say um, yeah, I mean, uh, people people are reporting that you know Bruno has been giving in a lot of assists. I think this is the assist of the century. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's just, it definitely. Yeah, it's it's just insane that if uh, if you're getting in for these numbers, plus, uh, I mean, to be honest, uh, even at 36, 37, he's still better than like most strikers in the Premier League right now. So I think it's an insane deal that we're getting. I, I think if you, if you, that, that's not even a question because I, I'm pretty sure he's going to outwork Martial uh, even in his sleep. It's not about the work rate. It's just <laughs> the mentality that he brings to the dressing room. So, so just look I at that. Actually going to tell that. Yeah, so look at the mentality now. We have Varan who's like doesn't know anything except winning. We've got Bruno who's got an elite mentality. Now we have Cristiano who is like his mentality is no one can question his mentality and I mean it's just going to lift the entire dressing room and not just right now but you know even so basically the pull factor of Oli and United now has gone up like 10x now who is not going to want the chance to play with Ronaldo Bruno Pogba I mean hands down we for 55 million pounds or maybe less maybe 50 million pounds we've gotten Two players who between the two of them have nine Champions League winners medals. Obviously, uh, four eight of them were like you know in the same team for the same four years, but that doesn't matter. Like what like you what you said is we have now a squad that has players who know what it is to what it feels like to win, and one of them is one of our very own, <clears throat> and that that makes a whole lot of difference, right? Like you know it it makes a crazy amount of difference as to how you perceive 
you know, uh, big games. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure if we had someone of Ronaldo or Varane's caliber in the finals against Villarreal last season, Europa League, I'm pretty sure we would not have gone down, uh, like things would not have gone down the way they did. Because, you know, the, the nerves that we are seeing in our players, like as good as they are, they still are very, very new to defining what success is. Someone had to actually hold their hand and show them, okay, you know, this is, you, you've done your work, you've gotten to this uh, stage, all now you need to do is forget that this is a final and just take it one step at a time, get through to the finish line and you're there. And these players actually have done it and they know what it means because Ronaldo has, you know, he had, he had come from uh, sporting and he, yes. uh, you know, he came on and he helped us win a Champions League uh, title after what, eight years. And that's exactly the kind of mentality we're looking for. Uh, he has been at this United team, like, you know, he's been at this club and he's seen it all happen. He's played with Ole. Like, you know, in his last years uh, as a exactly. player, he played with Ole. So, how many players have that relationship? Like, you know, you hope that Ole can also help Ronaldo become that kind of mentor for players that we have in our current squad who have actually grown up idolizing Cristiano Ronaldo. Jadon Sancho was a you know, uh, Manchester City Academy grad. Yes, but he idolized Cristiano Ronaldo. Bruno Fernandes idolized Ronaldo growing up. Uh, you know, Marcus Rashford has not made it, he could not have made it any more obvious that, you know, he adores, cherishes Cristiano Ronaldo as his idol. So you have so many players who look up to you and now you have your role model in your same team. That, that, that effect will definitely, you know, uh, help us snowball. Like, you know, Mason can also learn leaps and bounds from him. You have now two amazing world-class finishers and, you know, uh, Cristiano and... Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Cavani. Yeah, so, you know, the, the amount of learning that these players can do, and I, I'm just totally excited about what will happen once Ahmad and Facundo come back in. You know, uh, because... Cristiano is here for the next two or three seasons uh, and eventually he'll probably want to retire at while being at the top of his game because I don't think he's a player who would want to settle for anything less than that. So, if he's retiring at United, the, the amount of, uh, what do you call, uh, uh, the, the amount of uh, passing on the baton that he can do the amount of learning experience, the winning experience, the winning mentality, everything that he can infuse into this team, along with, uh, you know, obviously what you mentioned in terms of the player pool that we can now have, having Cristiano Ronaldo. Pogba can no longer be a bitch and say, I want 500,000, uh, you know, pounds a week. Ole can just immediately go. He can't. He can't because there's not been a better United team. There's not a team that is currently out there that will afford him or that wants to go for him and has a better squad than we have. And to make things better, Ole can just go and say, you know, bitch, you're Paul Pogba. I get it. But I'm paying Cristiano Ronaldo 275,000. Just shut the fuck up and take the offer. You can fuck off. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I am still not sure about the 275,000 number, but if it is... I think it's 480, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, so... So, there's basically a little bit of nuance with respect to the image rights. And uh, that okay. obviously adds the overall contract value. But, uh, in essence, uh, what we're talking about is, you know, a net pay of somewhere around 275 to 300,000. 
Yeah, apart okay. from say the trickle down effect of how uh, these amazing champions actually you know rub off on the kids, um, as well as the you know youngsters who are there in the squad like Marcus Rashford and Sancho are very young as well, so they can be groomed further with the exposure that they're getting. Mason Greenwood obviously has been improving. Say his movement has improved under the tutelage of say uh, seeing Cavani a lot. So we can expect. very big things and apart from that there is a commercial aspect as well we will you know sign a lot of jerseys plus our stocks are up although it will go to users as i 140 million just within <laughs> hours of our that signing being announced so we we are going to you know pick up the financial pace as well we we although we, we are one of the biggest clubs in the world we will do better as well when it comes financially we will have the pull we will mentor these players because united has this you know uh, uh, i think it has been the agenda that we have some uh, like lot of youngsters a few oldies who will you know mentor these people around and then they can go on to the next level but bringing these you know champions around varani as well as ronaldo uh, sancho has also won a lot of things but it will definitely kick on and we will see a much more ruthless united that is what i'm expecting Yeah, and it gives a boost to the team. Obviously, there is a lot of, you know, as Casey said, passing on the baton and just learning from Cavani it and Ronaldo. It has given us a boost as well. Just imagine, yeah, that's what I was going to <laughs> just imagine the kind of boost it gives to the fans. So last week we against Leeds, rather, we saw the reception that Varane got. Now just imagine next week at home, Stratford and Ronaldo lining up. Just imagine the re- reaction that. I'm like, pretty sure even the Penguins in Antarctica are going to hear that roar. I mean, it's <laughs> going to be insane. Like when he came to Old Trafford for the first time uh, after he left, that was uh, in the Champions League against Real Madrid when we got knocked out. Even mm-hmm. then, like that kind of reception was something that I had never seen before. And now yeah, we, we chanted like crazy for him. Uh, I, I remember the only other player to have gotten a similar kind of reception was David Beckham when he came back. Yeah, and so now he's actually coming back. He's actually home at home against Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle should forfeit this game. Honestly, <laughs> they don't really. I, I really hope they don't. I really hope they don't because I really want to see United, you know, <laughs> score just, a crazy amount of goals. Yeah, I mean, it 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 gives the fans a boost, and every time he's going to touch the ball in the first, I don't know, it's first match, it's, it's going to be it's going to be rackers. And it's going to lift the entire team as well. So the fans cheering his name, Ronaldo himself having this personality, they are automatically going to start feeling better just because of his presence, regardless of how he plays. So it's a really exciting prospect. And I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking forward. To, you know, next week uh, against Newcastle, it's going to be Ronaldo up top. Yeah, Maybe Sancho on the left. Just kind of forgetting about uh, Mason's right that we are playing like two days from now. Yeah, I know, but. But, I mean, everyone. Nobody cares forward. about that. Like we honestly don't <laughs> care. <laughs> In all honesty, I don't think uh, Ronaldo is going to start. Ole is a very conservative guy. No, he, he does he, not start. He is going to start. Signings. Like I, I would bet. I would, Ole like, might be a conservative I, I guy, but money. it's Ronaldo. Yeah, Christian is not going to sit on the bench. That Old Trafford next weekend, he starts. He hundred percent starts, and he has to. There'll start be riots like, if he doesn't. There'll definitely be riots if he doesn't because. 
you see how tactically it's 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 basically happened and and uh, also i think there is a clear cut break in between right there's a international break yeah. so you get like mm-hmm. two weeks uh, like you get you get an entire week in between yeah, right? and even we don't really have uh, like a very fit cavani back yet so ronaldo up top is going to be like a treat to watch i mean i'm just looking yeah, forward to the game better so than marshall there i mean marshall is just his spare at this point so uh, now, one more uh, like you know thing that i kind of realized uh, or rather just hit me is this second coming of ronaldo might have the same effect that signing of a certain number 7 uh, had on the class of 92 uh ah, you know what, what 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 do you guys think about that because you know obviously cantona was not a united legend or anything before he signed for us he came from our direct rivals in leeds yes but he had an effect he brought in that winning mentality that our team so severely lacked and he led us on he you know uh, basically helped nurture those amazing players like you know beckham kicks scoles keen neville all of them basically turned into world class players having uh, the guidance of someone like a cantona who was a world winner uh, you know and a champion with france <coughs> which and i assume he won the world cup with france no really no, no, sure. okay, no. uh, <laughs> uh but yeah uh, the point is i can see ronaldo having a similar effect on all the youngsters that we've talked about right uh, you know we right. wanted to discuss that but you also have very passionate youngsters who are not necessarily forwards you have james garner you have scott mcdominay you have uh, you know uh, axel twanzebe you have ted mengi you have ethan laird you have shola shortire uh, and you have just so many players even the academy uh, you know players just to see or rather train with ronaldo in the same session would give them a adrenaline boost that is probably un- going to be unparalleled because True. Just like our current first team players, youngsters have grown up watching Ronaldo play. I'm pretty sure all of these kids have also done the same. So <laughs> it's going to be immense, not just for the crop that is already playing in the first team, but also True. for the ones that are in the academy, the ones that are waiting to break in because now they have a point to prove to their childhood idol, to the player that they True. you know worshipped or revered or idolized growing up to become like him. now they have a chance to prove that okay you 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 know what i i'm here you can see me now give me tips or you know comment on me so th- that additional fire that additional desire to perform better automatically seeps into the entire team this looking at how ronaldo you know trains at carrington if if just you, he's you not a human being i don't yeah. think he's a human being he's he's <laughs> he's absolutely not a human being he's a machine or a beast or a monster whatever you want to call him but he is not a human being you know the most kick on would be getting is say like although james is not highly rated but he has the ingredients if he can learn a few things about finishing from ronaldo he just needs the end product he just exactly product. same thing with elanga elanga has good pace he he works he has a very good work rate but he he gets into position but he can't finish uh then you have amad who's who's technically sublime Uh, although he might go on for loan, but I mean, if he stays and he gets to rub shoulders with Ronaldo, it will definitely, you know, spark uh, uh, some kind of creative flair in him as well. Because obviously, you have Ronaldo on top, and you know who would be really happy? 
uh, Luke Shaw would be really happy so that he can finally cross in the ball. <laughs> Van Bissaka I mean, won't be happy, but he, he, he will be no, actually excited for set pieces for a change. Uh, you know, corners, now we have an insane goal threat. Ronaldo who can jump like uh, people have a six-foot-tall ladder and on top of that, they're jumping. That is the height right. to which he usually jumps without anything. I mean, we've also got Maguire who's pretty good at set, set pieces. Um, yes, Varane. Yeah, um, you, well, you have multiple targets now. Imagine Ronaldo and Cavani playing in the same lineup. Now, that is a treat for both Van Pesaka and Luke Shaw. It's a little difficult for that to happen, but uh, no. See, yeah. the thing is, you know, uh, Ronaldo is flexible. He's you know he's not going to be uh, you know a verse and say that okay, I'm only going to play a striker. He has you know known to start off on the wide positions and then eventually roam around to mid. This, this Euros does. also, he was doing the same thing. He he was and, actually making Portugal tick. Exactly, and now point. you have both Bruno and uh, you know Cristiano Super. playing in a system that suits them better than Portugal because Portugal obviously had like you know they, they lacked certain players to make that system work to make both of them work. Yeah, and coming now, to the I, system, I believe Ole has it. Yeah, exactly. So I was coming yes. to that. So Ole, so like we talked about how much it's going to give a boost to the players and how much, but this will also you know drive Ole and also like put him under like good pressure that he has to deliver something this season and you know mm. hopefully we see a change in the system that he plays we do not need to uh, defensive midfielders now we just don't need to play the pivot we can play one person and we can play like the other that, four. that's the thing right uh, you know yeah uh, he has been trying to find that one player who can do the job but i think with varan coming in uh, a lot of that defensive duty is reduced. So, someone like, you know, we were seeing increased reports of uh, uh, yes. Neves and I hope we're not going to so, Saul because Saul is not the player that we really need at this moment in time. True. He's more of a Donny Van Der Beek kind of a player rather than, uh, uh, you know, Declan Rice or... Uh, uh, what NDD kind of a player, so that, that's not what we need. Uh, Neves, yes, is someone who puts in a great defensive shift. He's terribly slow, agreed, but he has a passing range that you know probably compares to very few midfielders who are deep lying playmakers. It's, it's an art that is more or less lost because it's 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 an era of either a complete register kind of a defensive midfielder who breaks everything down. Or you have box-to-box playmakers, uh, like, you know, uh, how can... Ball carriers. Was. I'm yeah. saying that Ole needs to stop playing this two, like, this double pivot thing right now, just because of the fact, just because of the players that we have, right? I mean, we don't need to play so defensive, just yeah, because if, our defense so has been, like, massively upgraded because of Varane, yeah. and our attack has been, like, significantly upgraded this... I think you need to kind of window. wait for Varane One, to start. One more thing is there. Varan can spray the ball out. Secondly, Varan can sweep up really well. So, defensive liability comes down. Even if we don't do that, okay? We can just throw in the long ball. Ronaldo will, you know, take it down. He will uh, do the hold-up play, which many of our strikers, especially Martial, is not doing at all. So, he can do the hold-up play and then bring on the other players on. So, even if we, we are at a disadvantage... We have options out there now. 
Yeah, and, and, and let's not is... forget the pace. Let's not forget the pace at which our front uh, you know, three or four can now operate. <laughs> I literally am getting goosebumps and reminders of those days when we had Tevez, Rooney, and uh, you know uh, Ronaldo running at breakneck speed for all those lightning fast counters. I I can yeah. literally see them in front of my eyes. Even with them open, yeah. I yeah. I can see yeah. the replay in my eye, like right in front of me. It's gonna be scary, got, but not for us. Sancho, we've got Rashford, got Ronaldo, an ambulance. Okay. Wow, but not for me. <laughs> I mean, it's it's insane that the, like the options we've got up front now, which like it 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 has to work this season. I mean, it it I can't see a reason why it won't work. I mean, even also, with also also. If Ole does not do substitution this time around, dude, I mean, <laughs> oh, oh wait, oh I think God. the players are not going to let him do that because there's so many players who now want to be on the pitch and that they have to fight for every single minute of their appearance. Unless you're Donny Van de Beek, of course, because if you're Donny, you don't get any minutes. <laughs> but I, I really apart from that, he, he gets into yeah, I mean, I you all do because Matic is uh, you know he can only play thirty minutes every month. Uh, and he's already <laughs> exhausted that quarter. And uh, unfortunately, Scott is injured. So let's hope that he actually gets to play in that double pivot. Yep. If we play a double pivot. Yeah. And but the thing is that, that point aside, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, uh, uh, yes. uh, just trying to go uh, for this one point. Uh, you know, uh, you mentioned about Ole, right? The one thing that I also want to add is to all those Ole haters. Uh, I wish I, I, you know, this was not a podcast and I actually had video on. I would really want to show you two fingers from one hand, like one finger from each hand, uh, the middle one to be very precise. You know, fuck you guys. <laughs> Ole actually does know what he's doing because Ole also had a very influential role in getting Ronaldo back here. Ole is building something, an essence of a team that is actually taking shape. And he knows what he's doing. Yes, he has occasional fuck-ups, but everyone does. Sir Alex took six years to get into the groove. Yes, we have less time now because we have social media, we have whatnot. But football takes patience. Building a club from scratch, more or less, takes patience. Undoing all the wrong, you know, wrongdoings of the previous managers and all those uh, band-aids over uh, infections won't heal immediately. It takes time. And we've seen the DNA of the club that we so fell in love with coming back. And now with the you know homecoming of Ronaldo, I think we will see that DNA completely in place. And it, it's not just Ronaldo anymore. Ole has shown that, you know, because you don't just sign for a club, you also take into account who the manager is. And by going for someone like Ole, and within air quotes, <laughs> by publicly declining an offer from Pep Guardiola, it has made another statement that Ole is not someone to be messed around with. You know, Ole has that pull. Yes, they played together. That's a different story. But still, it shows that, you know, uh, having a faith in someone you played with, to play with them is one thing. But to play for them, as, with them as your manager, it takes a whole lot more of, uh, you know, amount of trust to get into that group. And Ole has shown that, yes, he's in the top class of managers now. So he's earned himself that additional uh, star for being he's able to convince Ronaldo. Yes, he's got seat credit. He's got rep. My man's got rep now. 
Yes, you were saying something. Yeah, sorry, Yash, go ahead. Yeah, so I was just saying that, again, the same thing, that Oli has the pull. I mean, you can't deny that. And, you know, the job that he's done since he's come in, just look at a starting level from two years ago and look at it right now. I mean, not just the starting level, but also the squad depth. And again, like coming to Vanderbeek, I think he's going to, I personally think he's going to get a lot more game time this season if Oli decides to stop playing the double pivot. Because if he stops playing the double pivot and he plays like one defensive midfielder and uh, two like attacking midfielders in front of him, then there's like Bruno Pogba and Vanderbeek, three options for these two positions. So he, he'll be able four, to rotate three, a bit three. more. Yeah, uh, not a 4-3-3, three, three, but I'd just say like a 4-1-2-3 sort of thing. Four, one, uh, okay. Him at eight. Sorry? Him playing as an eight, Vanderbeek playing as an eight or... Yeah, more of an eight. More uh, of an eight. So, like, yeah. the creative freedom will be given to both those players. I mean, so, yeah, I think it's so going to be... So, essentially, you have your eight and ten switching roles and, uh, exactly. you know, moving about. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, that's it. But, and again, like, coming back to your point about Oli not having done a good job, or Oli not having the pull, I mean, obviously, people can just fuck off. <laughs> yeah, with that opinion. He's done a brilliant job since he's come in. Obviously, you don't have like trophies to show for it, but like the progress that he's made, getting like second in the league, getting us to finals, and the best he's job that twice, he's done. By the way, my dad. And the best job that he's done so far is just the squad overhaul. I mean, and the atmosphere around the club that he's built. I mean, just look at it for what was like when Mourinho was there and when Hal was there. Just look at it now. I it's it seems like they're two different clubs entirely. Can't so, remember any of Van Hal's parts. I was sleeping for most of it. So yeah, I mean, you have to give Oli credit for that. And again, like if he doesn't deliver this season, he at least has to have like even like a tin pot trophy to show for it. But I mean, he, he it, the pressure is on him now to deliver this season. I mean, and it, I think yes. that's that kind of pressure is what he will you know relish as well. It's not he's gonna shy away from it and. And maybe that will push him to play like a better system too. You know, if we get a DM, we should definitely go for a double. Be it any double. I don't care. <laughs> At least one trophy. I mean, we can start there and then we can talk about having a double. Okay. Being being realistic. <gasps> nice. <laughs> so, uh, I think today is not a day for being a realist. Today's today, yeah. of uh, dreams. It's a day of dreams and hopes. So let's go for the treble. Again, let's go for the fucking treble. Yes. I mean, we've been linked with him, Ronaldo, ever since he's left. Every single summer. He's looking for houses in Manchester. All, all he has his is... heart set on Manchester. Yeah, of course. And he's just, like, either got a new contract out of it or just gone to, like, Juventus. Or, I mean, the summer event to Juventus, also there were, like, a lot of noises around him coming back to United. But uh, now that it's actually happening without any noise, like literally no noise and out of the blue sound, they just come and announce it. I mean, oh, yeah, and you pointed on, uh, Casey just you know mentioned this at the yeah. start of the podcast, but it takes some balls by Oli to just come and just say it out open in the press conference that, you know what? True. We're in for him. We are actually in for him and he's a legend of the club. And I mean, it's, it, it, it was just a very... Ballsy transfer, honestly. I, I can't even put another word for it. And I mean, uh, Pujara just went into bat when Ronaldo was 
supposedly a city player but <laughs> <laughs> like in a matter of 3 hours everything panned out it's crazy oh yeah and and just to add to that uh, for people who don't watch football uh, uh, sorry cricket cricket yeah. or follow that much Chetanshwar Pujara actually scored at a strike rate of more than 50 for the first time probably that I've seen in my entire life. So, yeah, uh, today is a day of miracles. Today is a day of miracles. Yeah. But, like, you know, you can't really put anything out of that. In fact, Ajit Agarkar and Harsha Bhubri both were speaking about CR7 in the post-match analysis of this match. <laughs> that's, that's, that? that's how big Ronaldo is. You know, uh, uh, it, 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 takes, it, it takes something mammoth to draw away or rather make messi moving out of barcelona not the biggest talking point of the entire transfer window how many people would have assumed that messi leaving ronaldo from it being his you know childhood club will not be the biggest talking point of the black you know damn transfer window ronaldo just overshadowed every single damn fucking thing I mean, in a matter of three hours. Even, yeah, and people aren't, like, people have, I think, totally forgotten, like, if it's a hundred-year-old thing, that city just dropped hundred hundred million on Greenwich. And no one even seems to care. No one even seems to care about it right now. He's a record-breaking British player. I mean, it's just, no one, no one really cares about it because Messi transfer, then now Ronaldo. And I think this is, like, the biggest transfer of all transfers Mbappe just because of the fact I mean, I don't really think people are going to care about that all too much, honestly. <laughs> But, I mean, Ronaldo currently has 1.4 million likes on his tweet. And it's so just... The, the United insane. tweet, right? Yeah, the United tweet. In the so, I'm, I'm just waiting for Twitter. I'm just waiting for Twitter and Instagram to break the moment Ronaldo actually posts something himself. Oh, that'd be nice. Because the United website actually genuinely crashed two times in the course of the last three hours. And this, like it's uh, we're going to break records on social media and stuff like that that's going to happen i think we might have broken a few already and on the but, pitch and no and one more thing that you know the entire loss like the covid pandemic loss and everything is just going to be recovered by ronaldo short sales alone. like i'm pretty sure of it. you can't oh, you can't by the way know. i'm just reiterating you guys i'm not sure if you're aware of this or not but we get a very small fraction from short sales so it's not really a major portion that comes back to the I mean, club it's more if, of the if, manufacturer that gets them. yeah i mean but even but if it's not the, like you know, the other revenue streams exactly. that we get just because of ronaldo I mean, just the image rights i think i think just the image rights would fetch so much more value uh, that that's close to like what 1 million a week if i'm not wrong uh, also getting image we, rights we are a commercial juggernaut we have so many sponsors man we will be getting more and more sponsors we can we can ask for more money from these sponsors as well if if we have to sign a new contract that is i mean if 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 we had known uh, that we were going to sign uh, Ronaldo I I'm pretty sure team viewer would have paid uh, about 50% more than what they did <laughs> probably without a doubt true there are a lot of sponsors that involved around the club and I'm sure some some new contract will be coming up so we you know print the mula over there plus um, <clears throat> looking at say not only the short sales the merchandise everything else which comes in together we will be you know raking up a lot of money plus our stocks are doing up well i have mentioned this before but i'm again mentioning 
as chaitanya mentioned it has gone bonkers ஒன்னும் <laughs> <laughs> i was i was on the uh, watching the live stream of rabona tv uh he the host was mentioning that kavani generally does not have any issues about his short numbers and anything uh-huh. for sancho <clears throat> he like the team did not want to take take away the number 7 uh, from kavani mm-hmm. to okay. sancho straight away but for ronaldo imagine cr7 obviously there's a branding opportunity out there retrospectively it was a good decision as well not to give sancho 7 because then <laughs> yeah. giving it to sancho and then you know taking it off him and giving it to ronaldo would have been i, like I don't think that honest. would have happened had uh, sancho gotten 7 i don't think uh, ronaldo would have wanted or to take 7 but one more thing i want to kind of slightly add on to this is they might actually not give ronaldo 7 because what, what that ha- what that actually does is basically force people to buy a jersey number which is different so they are forced to buy a new jersey and then next season many people go after kavani leaves kese next season after kavani leaves kese kese let's just put, <laughs> get seven put this to bed let's just put this to bed ronaldo is going to get seven there's no two ways around this yeah. i mean no, so the the, the uh, you know the fa has to sign off on that uh, they will sign it off I don't see, see they they, they have known to, to be legendary seven. dicks about anything any request that comes in from Manchester United telling so, you you know let, let's not be very optimistic about it it's not oh, optimistic yeah. it's just a fact that he's yes, like saga as well so <laughs> it, 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 people are going to riot if he does not get seven so true true they they the fa they don't really care but again like what a window man like ronaldo varan sancho in one window last i think year, there's still more to be done yeah, there's still one day there's more to be done one day but in itself like it's a really really i mean if you ask anyone that you know i'm going to give you varan sancho and ronaldo in one window i don't think anyone's going to say okay no but i need a defensive midfielder so i'd rather go for that first so i mean anyone's going to take these three players in their right minds i mean it's not even a debate it's a good window we need a dm but we also can't shy away from the fact that like if you take away the dm aspect of it it's been a brilliant brilliant window true true okay so let me also remind you uh, orge mendes who is the agent of ronaldo is mm-hmm. also yeah. the agent for ruben neves <clears throat> so now that ronaldo's here let's let's not take the or rather let's not downplay the possibility that neves might actually be on the way because you know i, I see that as a very very real possibility now it's four days yeah. but i mean we can hope it's not like you know neves doesn't even like hasn't even told anyone that he wants to leave or something the ronaldo thing just happened on a flash i mean i'm not really no, expecting neves but the, the point about neves is that he's been available the entire window Uh, I think uh, Mendes has been trying to find a club for him. 
because club, uh, you know uh, wolves honestly are not the best club to uh, you know uh, for him to showcase his abilities and he is a natural leader on the pitch now imagine Dude, he was the youngest of, champions league captain <laughs> exactly yeah. and imagine what a player of that caliber along with the fact that you will have three portuguese leaders on the field right people who are not very very prone to making mistakes playing for united will have like you know the impact that it will have <laughs> you have one forward you have one midfielder you have one holding midfielder and you have a defender or, or rather you have a defender in both varan uh, and uh, mcguire who will basically be screaming their lungs out and behind them uh, you basically have a uh, dean henderson so every single portion of your pitch is covered and people who are going to scream their ass off if you make a single mistake Hmm. Right. We'll get the edge back. It's there. <clears throat> I mean, but like, what are like fans back in the grounds this season? Ronaldo back. I mean, it's gonna be a sight to watch. I'm just so excited. I think it's time Definitely. for me to get my ex back. <laughs> Adnan also was just was saying the same thing on Twitter. But okay. <clears throat> also, theater of dream actually feels the theater of dreams again. and that's what ole has done and obviously ronaldo's homecoming has brought in those dreams back and and uh, I, i think uh, uh, if, if we're about to end now which like you know i, I said i'm i am the host for today but uh, it i honestly don't give a fuck if i'm hosting or someone else is hosting uh, because we are not following any uh, you know uh, said pattern or anything of that sorts But the point still remains that the funniest tweet that I've seen so far is we have finally managed to replace Ronaldo with Ronaldo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it, it only took us what fourteen years, thirteen years, but yeah, we finally did it, guys. We got like a replacement right winger, and we got him back as well. So, touche, touche. <clears throat> It's been an amazing window. As as Yash mentioned, no, but but like uh, if you guys have been following uh, over the last twenty four hours, uh, Dortmund apparently are interested in Dalo, and that basically gives us hope to sign Kieran Trippier, and getting Trippier, and letting go of Dalo would be a great addition to the squad because now Trippier basically becomes someone who you can trust in. to deputize for uh, van bisaka giving giving him the rest that he needs <coughs> and putting in these amazing crosses that we are so used to from the right side of the fucking wing honestly speaking i really don't give two shits about whether trippier comes in or not i just need a, i just want the next signing to be a dm that's it yes yes i think that that, that basically dude. resonates with about 90% of our fan base the other 10% are just too high to right now uh, even acknowledge that we need a dm so probably when they come back yeah shri didn't join us yeah uh, let's let's you know <laughs> it happens <laughs> today is such a day uh, you know it doesn't happen uh, every now and then right we don't sign ronaldo it's, it's uh, been a mad morning honestly so morning for you probably not for us <laughs> all right correct <sighs> Yeah, crazy, crazy day. Uh, so now that we have signed Ronaldo, uh, you know, before we just end the podcast, I just want to ask you: uh, 
what do you think is going to be our final closing uh, you know points tally and where do you think we're going to finish um it's difficult to say honestly but i'd say we should be crossing the 80 point mark all right he should be but i am not expecting like anything i'm just saying that we should be doing it with the squad now regardless of whether we get a dm or not ಟೈಟಲ್ I'll go for one because obviously Ash is the realist over here. I'm going to be the person who's dreaming a bit. So you're going to play the Bills as a kid. Yeah. All right. So uh, to wrap things up, I, I think we might actually go about and uh, just ride this Ronaldo high. Maybe if we end... I, I'm very optimistic that we'll end up signing a defensive midfielder. Most probably Ruben Nevis, if not Kamavinga. He's not a genuine DM, but... Uh, who gives a fuck right now uh, <laughs> just sign anyone but the point is i think we we are going to hit that 90 points total tally and uh, we are going to nab the league and maybe go to the semi finals of the champions league and ideally win the fa cup as well uh, like shota said to the double and that's basically what my prediction is so let's hope that i am right and you both bozos are wrong uh, i mean shota is technically also right <laughs> but uh, yeah let's hope that yash uh, you and yes you also predicted that we will win a cup <clears throat> yeah i don't care i we want to win the league it's, it's been eight <laughs> nine years I, i i don't care like you know number 21 has to come home right so yeah on that note uh, thank you uh, shoto thank you yash uh, it's been an amazing pod but i think what's more amazing an amazing pod itself it's, it's been an amazing day <laughs> amazing day itself yeah amazing exactly day. what i was going to say uh, more than more amazing than the pod itself is the day and the fact that we signed ronaldo so uh, th- thank you guys uh, for showing up and uh, you know uh, i i'm not going to be able to sleep anyway so you know uh, wherever you are just go crazy on your celebrations because it's it's a day that we have signed a perfect goal scorer that's going to give you at least 30 goals and probably guarantees you a chance at the title so yes ronaldo is home guys and uh, we'll see you again probably before or, or sorry uh, after the game uh, at wolves so yeah thank you again guys